If you're a business owner, you don't need us to tell you running a business is tough. Don't let QuickBooks and spreadsheets slow you down anymore. Now is the time to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control over your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. Join the over 21,000 companies using NetSuite right now. Schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash c-suite netsuite.com slash c-suite so you know the other day dude uh some some interesting stuff happened uh as many of the homies, as many of you guys know, uh, I work in a retail business. Um, and even though I have a job where I'm not forced to work the same location, where I'm kind of called from place to place as my position is needed, um, I nonetheless work with a lot of people face to face, a lot of customer base. And, uh, you know, a lot of the times the conversation becomes somewhat reflective and we, we get to know each other a little bit because we're both in a awkward period of waiting. So what else are you going to do? You're going to force small talk like you do with your family at family reunions. But uh, in this particular case, dude, uh, something happened, and you already know it's a pet peeve of mine. But mm-hmm. we got to talk about it because, homies, I, I hope this doesn't happen to you. If it does, I hope you have a great uh, retort for it, okay? Um, so I, I'll sit there and tell people and kind of joke around with them about, obviously, the podcast because I love it when more people join and become officially homies. Uh, by the way, you are already a homie if you're listening to this. Congrats. So that being said, you know, I'll tell them about it and it goes, oh, yeah, it's a total awesome nerd podcast. And we, we have a lot of great times there, you know. Um, and I kind of like, you know, laugh and joke with them. Sometimes uh, the wording comes out where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, we're total nerds. We always do this. Mm-hmm. And when that, when that particular phrasing is used, you know what they say 99.9% of the time? You already know it. I know you do. You can read my mind. Say it. Um... Don't worry. I'll say it for you. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. Did I ask for your blessing? I- I'm thankful that I get your blessing, your permission to be a nerd. You know, it's like, I don't need you to tell me, oh, that's all right to be a nerd. Like, it's a dismissive thing you have to give to me. Mm-hmm. You know, that that language, guys. And I hope none of you take that. I hope none of you take that. Because nerd culture is growing. At this point, nerd culture needs to be redefined. Because the word nerd is, that's all of us. You know, being a nerd is just being passionate about something and not being afraid to express said passion. So it's like, well, oh, thank you for your permission, but I never needed it. Yeah. You know, so you, you can take your that's all right blessing back in your face, you know. I'm waiting for the one person that says, fuck yeah, me too, man. Mm-hmm. It's like, fuck yeah. What you nerding <laughs> about? What you into? Star Trek? That's not my deal, but I'll listen to you. Sure. Yeah. You know, whatever. But um, I don't know. It's just interesting because I, I always got to, I don't know. I, I hope no one takes that rolling and no one takes, oh, excuse me, let me make some more sense of that statement because no one ever says that. No one ever takes that sitting down, you know, because mm-hmm. it's like, nah, you guys are nerds. Fuck yeah. Be proud of that. All of us are proud of that, um, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope I'm not alone in that. Maybe there's a couple of other homies out there who are like scratching their head. What, what the fuck are you talking about? But hopefully there's at least a few of you, a handful, saying, yeah, you got some sense, Kevin. You're talking some sense. Now, that doesn't mean right. Don't punch him or something, but you get what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
You know, it is kind of a silly thing where people think that being a nerd is a bad thing, where they speak about it in a derogatory sense. Exactly. That's what they're that's what they're subconsciously telling you when they say that's all right. Mm-hmm. You know, like I want you to tell me that when I'm actually doing something wrong, like, oh, hey, I'm sorry. I'm late. Oh, that's all right. Right. That's cool. That makes sense. Oh, hey, I'm a nerd. That's all right. What? No, I didn't need you to tell me that's all right, asshole. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Because like just the saying that it's just the implication that something about being a nerd is wrong or is OK. But yet this individual is tolerant of it. Uh, that's that's all right. that statement means. And it's, it's kind of uh, I don't I don't know if most people even who, who aren't, I guess, traditional nerds. I don't know if they even understand the uh, that it's just an incorrect statement that what you're saying is exactly. uh, is, is antiquated. And uh, yeah. It's time to move on. It's 2020. Uh, I mean, if you haven't realized by now, nerds own the fucking world. Hell yeah, uh, we do. Yeah. And and just to bring my uh, story full circle, these customers don't know what to do when I say, oh, well, thanks for your permission, but I didn't ask you. And I joke <laughs> around with them about it, mm-hmm. but in a passive-aggressive sense, it's like, right. oh, hey, fuck you. Thanks. Ha, 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 ha. And it's like, oh, uh, 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 what, what, what are you nerd about? What do you like? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I've been reading, you know. Right. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, guys, uh, so welcome back to the Superhero Homies Podcast. My name is Quentin, and as always, I am here with the homie Kevin. Hell yeah, guys, loud and proud. Here we are, nerding out. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, how you guys doing out there? Yeah. Hopefully everybody's been doing all right. Uh, we got some fun stuff started to, to help uh, kick off your week and to keep it going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so today we're going to be doing a comic news episode. <laughs> And of course, for those of you, I've done that. I almost yeah. forgot. And of course, for those of you who are maybe new to the comic news segment, it's where we take uh, tidbits of information that we gather from all corners of the internet, and we we bring it together and we burn it in a giant pile, uh, in, in a giant fire, and <laughs> a, uh, a giant yeah. effigy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we sing praises to the comic gods, uh, <laughs> such as like Stanley and and Jack Kirby and mm-hmm. Kevin Feige and the Russos and 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 and, and all all the greats. Uh, <laughs> but no, we we talk about different uh, different happenings going on in the realm of superheroes and whatnot. So it's a really fun segment that we do, and uh, we try to do one at least once a month. Sometimes it's once every other month. It all depends. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, guys. So that's what this is going to be. It's more of a lax conversational piece. We take different topics and we dissect them and give our thoughts. Mm-hmm. What is this podcast for? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Besides yeah. laughing and and hoping that people listening laugh too. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, let's go ahead and go straight into this. Um, let, let's go ahead and get an easy one out the way. One that we oh, talked right. about on the uh, Facebook page for those of you who follow our social media. New trailer for New Mutants yes. came out today. Uh, further attempting to solidify the fact that this well, the idea that this movie is coming out this year. <laughs> yes. Uh, so what do you think of the trailer, Kevin? So actually, I watched it on my phone. I need to watch it on like a larger screen or something like that because mm. watching on the phone, there's too many distractions. I can't get enveloped enough into it, and the lighting is never right to where I can see all the details, especially for a trailer like this one, which was dark and scary and brooding, and they're trying very cool and very uniquely to go into like a horror superhero vibe mm-hmm. i'm a little worried for it i am i am because i don't understand how you're going to take a place like the x-mansion which has normally been written in the idea that this is a warm and uh almost enchanting place for how unique it is compared to the most of the you know normal homo sapien realm 
um, and the homo superiors can be housed and protected and train mm-hmm. and live happily here. So I'm I'm curious minute, how we're was, going to. That wasn't the expansion, though, was it? I, I don't know. That's yeah, what I, I'm, I'm imagining. I'm, you don't yeah, think so? No. Okay. No. Interesting. Uh, yeah. No, I I didn't, I didn't think this was, this was necessarily the expansion. Um, okay. Yeah. Huh. I, uh, I mean, I, I obviously, I do think it's a facility. Right. Um, but no. Okay. Uh, I didn't think it was the X X mansion. Okay, that's that's uh, got me. Um, yeah, that 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 makes me feel a little better then. Yeah. Um, yeah, because <laughs> I, I was imagining that place as if it was the X mansion. It's mm. like, ooh, how how are we gonna turn this over? You know, how are we gonna turn this from the X mansion into Luigi's fucking haunted house? Right. You know. Yeah. Um, but either way, it looked pretty good. I was happy to see Macy Williams and a couple of other names. Uh, the kid from Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't recognize them yet, so I need to definitely re-familiarize myself with the New Mutants and mm-hmm. become uh, more in tune with like what these characters are and what they can do. Yeah. But I'm 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 anxious. I I want to see yeah. it. I really do. Like you, you've taunted me with it for too long now. <laughs> How about you, dude? No, I really, I actually really enjoyed this trailer. I thought there was a lot of cool elements to it. Uh, they are really leaning heavily into the horror element, but they're also applying the same uh, mutant thesis that we get from the X Men films. So that's really cool. And yeah. on top of that, it's this seems like a a, a horror esque coming of age story, but with superpowers. Yeah. And I think that's a really cool concept. I know this movie has changed directors a, a time or two. Since since they began uh, wait, wait, wait. filming twice, really? I, I don't know how many times. Oof, okay, interesting. I mean, they, it may just be once, but okay. Um, but regardless, I know they've gone through some production changes, some rewrites, and they refilmed some things, reshoots. But this trailer does really good. It looks really promising. That's not to say that I haven't been fooled by a trailer before. Uh, but that is to say that um, I, I do want to be cautiously optimistic about this. Same here. Yeah. That's a perfect way to put it, dude. Um, so I'm, I'm looking up the cast real quick just to familiarize myself. Because whenever. Anna Taylor Joy as, as magic, yeah. and I think that's going to be. That has a lot of potential to be really cool. It does. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not familiar with magic too much in the comics, but mm. here they. I know in the trailer. Uh, one example, if you guys haven't seen it yet, this isn't a big spoiler because it's all in the trailer. Mm-hmm. But we go into this one scene which almost looks more like a, uh, like a, like an AA meeting of sorts. Like, yes. hi, my name is such and such. No crosstalk allowed. There's bad coffee for free over there mm-hmm. with some dried out donuts. Yeah. Um, and then, well, she, uh, I will say this: uh, her, she is Colossus's sister, and so I know there's yeah. a lot of talk about you know potential X Men lead-ins and then other cameos and whatnot. I doubt it. Yeah. Um, I mean, as far as like the the X Men go, uh, I mean, it's just I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I at, guess. At, this, at, at this point, with uh, the new Fox properties being owned by uh, Disney or the new merger deal, uh, yeah, probably they probably nixed any of those type cameos. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's it's not yeah. unheard of. It's yeah. it's not implausible. Mm-hmm. But uh, I know that in the AA meeting, she looked like the one character who definitely seemed, um, I guess blatantly proud of her revealing powers like oh i killed 18 men Mm -hmm. just slaughtered them one by one and it's like oh fuck this is gonna be a little interesting you know um and and it's it's got me uh like you said cautiously optimistic and curious Mm -hmm. um so yeah i'm I'm really anxious to see what goes down there Um, yeah 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 yeah. um 
Yeah, I won't. I won't say the name because I'm not entirely certain on it. Uh, I don't okay. think it was Roy Thomas, but I, I forget which writer really took oh, this. Oh, well, never mind. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. I forgot which writer took this franchise, the New Mutants, and and really turned them into more of a horror genre. Um, but yeah, this was that was really when they began to come into their own as like a team, and then really when they began to grow in popularity. Uh, because I mean, before that, they were just like another X team. And let's be honest, guys, if you grew up reading comics in like the eighties and nineties, particularly Marvel X series, then you know that there was a fucking X book for everything: X Factor, X Excalibur, uh, X Force, X Men, mm-hmm. and then you, had, you got New Mutants and hell, even Alpha Flight. I mean, all these spinoffs mm-hmm. and and just different mutant groups, mm-hmm. and it it just becomes a fucking not not really like a headache to keep up with, but goddamn, it's just like. Oh, Excalibur. Why? That was kind of a cool name. Yeah, yeah I mentioned that one. You did? Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I didn't hear it. Yeah. 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 And yeah, so it's just like, oh my gosh, what, what the fuck? Like, what's, how can you differentiate these groups besides who's in them? What makes them different besides the team members? And then the new mutants, you know, they got like a, not really a reboot, but I guess a soft reboot. And now they're yeah. this, this horror, uh, almost a horror type uh, ragtag team. And uh, I mean, and it worked. It worked yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, and I know, uh, I mean, as far as like, yeah, I, I think that the movie has potential. And so let's, Hell yeah. let's fucking hope that <laughs> they knock it out of the park. Yeah. Uh, I do think it's also interesting that at least from, from the trailers, I didn't pick up any vibes or hints from like a, a, a serious um, villain, but we know that there's a looming threat. Uh, what do you think that could be? I have no idea yet. Yeah. And I noticed that if you guys do decide to watch the trailer after listening to the episode here, I noticed that they're very careful in revealing what character can do what. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't get to see the powers, which would obviously be a huge flashing hint card telling us who they are, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I'm kind of grateful for that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I want to go into this, you know, like I, I like I used to try to do back when I could, you know, back, mm-hmm. you know, where yeah. it's like, nah, let, let me know as little as possible. So I have no idea who the threat could be. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's... There's a couple of options in my mind, but I doubt I'm going to guess right. We'll mm, see. Yeah. We'll see. Same here. I mean, yeah. the, the part of me that's cautiously optimistic is hoping that it's Mr. Sinister. I mean... It makes too much sense. That yeah. was the first one on my mind. Mm-hmm. If not him, then maybe like a Hellfire Club, the Black King or something like that. I, I don't yeah. I don't remember his name. Um, uh, Sebastian Shaw. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, yeah. but... That'd be, I mean, because like this movie is in such a weird limbo between Fox and Disney, right? yeah. it'd, be, it'd be weird because it's like technically this character died in first class, Sebastian Shaw. Mm-hmm. So good point, good point, Kevin. Yeah, Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be interesting if, uh, but I mean, the Hellfire Club obviously would would be really cool. Yeah. Hell, I mean, the Hellfire Club would have also been a really cool and canonically correct thing to do for Dark Phoenix, but that's the whole different story. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, oh, wait, wait, we almost took a wrong turn. Let's, oh, let's, oh, let's yep, get yep. back on the road let's, here. Let's, let's, let's turn it back. Let's <laughs> well, not wreck. Almost turned off on the wrong X-Men Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, man, uh, I think that you and I are probably both on the same page on this one. Like, it looks, yeah. trailer looked really good. But I think also they knew it had to look really good. They knew it had to after all the, yeah. all the I guess, all the teasing and all the postponing and whatever, mm-hmm. you know, rehiring of directors this movie gone through. Um, I will end on this though. Uh, the first name that you mentioned, the the one that came to my mind as well, Mister Sinister, mm-hmm. that 
is too perfect. Like if I had yeah. to place these guys in trophies, sure, Hellfire Club would be pretty dope and they'd get a trophy, but fucking Mr. Sinister would be platinum. That would be my choice. Oh, yeah. You know? He's he's got too many vibes for him. Mm-hmm. That would make him the man. Yes. But yeah. yeah okay. Uh, and I guess I, I will say this also. Uh, so a lot of people are, are, are still really downplaying this movie and if you're one of those people hey i don't blame you there's a lot yeah. of reasons too yeah. uh but a lot of people are downplaying this movie because they feel like it because it is in such a state of weird limbo where they don't really have access to their fox counterparts anymore because they're all absolved by mm-hmm. disney uh and while this film was technically made under the fox banner it's going to be released uh, technically that's a pseudo Disney product because yeah. they're still properties but they don't have access to any of the MCU characters either and so they're kind of like that's stranded that's... off on an island yeah that's really <clears throat> politically weird mm-hmm. you know uh, politically yeah. as far as we always talk about guys I mean that's uh, I-, I hope this movie does well so that the second movie will have access to more Yeah, because you know afterwards it's like okay this is officially our wheelhouse we can give them blank 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 you know yeah. but, Th- that'd be cool my, yeah, my, my whole thing, though, was that with all that being said, I, I think mm. that it's a potential benefit because mm. that means that you're you're not looking forward to potential things you can do in the future. You're not trying to cram any of that in there. True, uh, true. You're you're just trying to tell your own standalone story with these characters. And I think that sense of paranoia and uh, lonesomeness can really help with the horror vibe. Uh, so, I mean. Okay. I, I, th- okay. I look at it as a potential upside. I mean, because uh, it, okay. it, it seems like it's been a while since we really had like a superhero franchise that didn't have anyone else to potentially call out to or rely on. Hmm. And so, okay, that's yeah. that's that's a cool thought of frame uh, frame of thought as well. Yeah, let me twist my words around. <laughs> uh, hell yeah! But here's two new mutants, and uh, hopefully their April release. Cross your fingers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what it's three months away, I guess technically. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna go by quick. Yeah. Um, Montage. <laughs> uh, let's see. I, I'll do the next one here, please. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises has been crowned best movie of the decade in a Lad Bible poll. Uh, cool. Yes. So this is really interesting, and uh, what made it really cool was that like this poll was it looks like it was technically. Uh, user-based uh so the fans technically voted this in and now it wasn't like it seemed to be more like a tournament style bracket poll more so than like a, a long list and you just click and vote um but it looks like it beat out other movies like or you guys know what came out this past decade right yeah uh but it was uh and it wasn't just amongst superhero movies it was amongst you know all the movies that came out i thought that was pretty cool that is yeah. that's flattering it is um Obviously, I'm a huge fan of, of the Dark Knight trilogy. Oh, yeah. I mean, who is it? You guys it, you didn't know? know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah dude. That's yeah. hella dope. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Shout out to uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Hell yeah. And Chris Nolan and the entire Dark Knight trilogy and cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys earned it. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of DC and other news, I got some cool stuff here. So this is actually a memory kick. For those of you who have been dedicated homies listening for, for a good long time now, you would have heard Q and I talking about an old favorite villain who doesn't get enough light, who's about to get the fucking light again, and I'm excited. Tom King, the one and only, the writer, the, the badass Batman guy for DC right now, one of the Batman guys, excuse me, is bringing back Phantasm. 
Oh. Fuck yeah, dude. So he's about to start another series called Batman Catwoman. Mm-hmm. And in that series, he is promising to bring back the villain, Phantasm. Now, guys, some of you are cheering like, oh, hell yeah, Phantasm. Some of you are scratching your heads. Who the fuck is Phantasm? Why is this such a big deal to, to Kevin and Q? Well, to answer that question, Phantasm was a one-and-done villain that was done in an animated uh, VHS movie. It was that old of a movie, yep. Cam. It came out yep. on VHS uh, for Batman. <clears throat> Mask um, of the Phantasm. The Mask of the Phantasm. And that was super cool. The villain was <clears throat> dope the villain was such a great threat to batman the villain mm-hmm. had this cool mystique element to to them it was awesome i cannot wait for that that's right. gonna be really cool I, um yeah mm-hmm. yeah the that's really cool news i didn't hear about that that's super yeah. cool uh i am curious to see how tom king kind of reinvents this this character and and utilizes them yeah, because I remember crucial elements from the movie. I- I'm curious mm-hmm. if he's going to keep some of those or right. if he's going to re-roll the die, you know? Mm-hmm. knowing I mean, I trust Tom, though, because he's done some very great writing. Yeah, He's done some mad stuff, too, right. as, as we've made fun of on the air. <laughs> trust us. Um, but he's also done some, oh, man, this is this is golden. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, I guess what I'm really wondering is how... Not to say that he can't do it because obviously he has an idea. Right. Uh, but I am curious to see how he makes a character like that viable in 2020. Not that the character is dated. No, it's just that mm-hmm. with the movie, the movie was perfect uh, in a lot of ways. Uh, it was a great movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I hope it's it on was, DC Universe. It has to be. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. If yeah. you guys want to treat yourself, treat mm-hmm. yourself to that. It uh, is really one of those things that were like once that cat is out of, out of the bag, uh, you know, as far as who uh, the, the phantasm is, then where do you really go from there, and what do you do with that character? Uh, you know, most times we kind of wag our fingers at villains being one and done, and then that's it. Mm. But um, the the cool thing about this character was that uh, phantasm worked best as a one and done because, mm. I mean, just the whole this the way that whole story wrapped up with Bruce Wayne finally finding love and then with the phantasm showing up and then with him finally realizing maybe i don't have to be the batman anymore maybe i can't be happy mm-hmm. and then of course you know you, you get the the, the mind-blowing revelation as to who the phantasm is at the end and yeah and it's this whole cool ordeal and it's like well i don't really know how you how you top that and i mean because obviously you have to reinvent know. the character right i mean i, I think he audience, is so. I, I honestly <laughs> expect him to i expect him to probably take a few details but not every detail i don't expect mm-hmm. another mask of the phantasm mm-hmm. um yeah I, I i have faith in him because tom king has done some creative stuff uh i mean Kite yeah. man you know he, he made Kite <laughs> man a- relevant it's a small thing, but it's a big thing. It is. Um, so I, I totally agree with you. There there needs to be a little bit of change. Like, you can't just hand me the same deck and say, let's play a game. Mm-hmm. No, you got to shuffle that shit up. Um, but I'm, I'm anxious to see what happens, man. Uh, I have no idea when Batman Catwoman is going to be released as a series. I thought February. February? I that's thought, cool. So that's that's sooner than yeah. I anticipated. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I could be super wrong on that, but I, I thought February. Um, I'll look it up real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, let's see. Next up, I have this, and and this has been uh, interesting here. So I want to get your thoughts on this. But sure, Kevin Feige says that Scarlet Witch is the most powerful hero in the MCU. Mm. Uh, wait, wait a minute. So yeah, now now it's no. clicking. Now you're getting it. Yeah. No, yeah. first off, wait. This is bullshit, <laughs> Kevin Feige, bruh. 
you are great at planning shit and marketing shit and mm-hmm. you you have been a blessing on the marvel universe uh for numerous reasons you're gonna go down in history you, you are you you already made the race well done you won it life mm-hmm. what first off you said captain marvel mm-hmm. the brie larson version the mcu that version whatever you want to call it your your vote that that was the most powerful and now we're going to Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow being the most powerful. What? what? No, I said Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> I heard Scarlett Johansson. That's why I reacted. Wow. I need some more caffeine. Um, Scarlet Witch? Actually, no. No, I'm going to pump off the, the gas pedal of like reaction on that a little bit and hit the brakes. Because I can kind of see it. Only because, you know, we know the stories. Homies, we talked about one great uh, graphic novel in the past house of elm that's that's gonna be like the primary like foundational brick that i can see supporting him for that statement um little column a little column b mixed feelings nonetheless but i i don't like disagree with him like i thought scarlett mm. johansson's black widow like i thought for a second like oh fuck man you're just trying to push for the movie but you no know, scarlet witch being the most powerful mm. I, I don't i don't disagree but i don't fully agree either yeah so what, what about uh, you I'll read the quote here. So he was uh, participating in a Q&A with the New York Film Academy. And it's here where Kevin Feige says uh, he was being asked about who he thought the strongest Marvel hero was. And he says, well, I think it's interesting if you look at Endgame, Wanda Maximoff was going to kill Thanos. If he hadn't desperately, that's as scared as I've ever seen Thanos. And if he hadn't said decimate my entire team to get her off of me, I think she would have done it. Hmm. Uh, End quote. And so yeah, oh, okay, there okay. there in that quote there, he he says that yeah he he thinks that uh, Scarlet Witch is the most powerful character in the MCU mm-hmm. now. Um, now that is an interesting contrast to what he said a year or so ago when he stated that uh, Captain Marvel was the most powerful character in the MCU. Now um, you can put your ten four hats uh, on with me if you guys want to, or you cannot. <laughs> okay, so. I think that the baseline uh, simple answer to this is Kevin Feige just really likes to uh, he's trying to market this like maybe he knew because originally Kevin when he said that uh, that Captain Marvel was uh, the most powerful uh, you know in the in the MCU or most powerful character yeah he also said that he said something along the lines of I'm really excited to have this character introduced Kara Danvers is one of the most popular characters she's one of the most powerful neither of those were true uh, Carol Danvers there's never I mean listen there's nothing wrong I mean everybody can fucking sell like uh, you know name your top tier comic book characters I mean sure not everybody can sell like that but I th- it's, it's nothing more than like a bold faced lie if you look at sales alone okay. to say okay. that she's the most popular when sales would dictate otherwise as far as her, uh, her comic series goes as far right. as her repeated number one issues her, her repeated uh, series restarts from issue number one. So like, that's a lot. Um, so I think the simple answer would be to say that, okay, yeah, he's doing this to build a pipe and to market and to get people excited for things to come. But on the other hand, uh, it's like, if you put on your tinfoil hats with me, I think that maybe he was, he and the MCU were right. all gung-ho on Captain Marvel. Well, but, to, okay, no, please continue, Finn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but but maybe in lieu of um of of maybe uh 
Brie Larson's own actions and, and, and things that she said to kind of shed a, a negative light on her or maybe the fact that um, while the movie was definitely a, a commercial success uh, critically didn't sit right with a lot of audience members mm-hmm. uh, maybe they decided to pump the brakes on that I still keep your ten four hats on for me here I, I personally think that she had a lot more film for Endgame that they realized at the last moment we do not need more for her in here that's personally what I think um, well, personally, I fully agree with you. Um, I'd be interested in seeing some of that just to see how shitty Endgame could have gone. Um, Goddamn. Right? Like, which alternate universe was pissed off? But uh, which alternate universe got the Force Awakened of Endgame, you know? Wow. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Uh, but to wear a tinfoil hat, you have to be partly crazy. And honestly, none, none of that sounds crazy to me. Because Kevin Feige obviously is... You know, for I, I, he's a marketing genius at this mm-hmm. point. You know, he he's done exceptionally well with the MCU. He's done extraordinary things with it. I, I think you're right that this is him just kind of like really knowing how to be. Uh, help me out, Paul Raymond, the Paul Raymond of the MCU. Paul Raymond. Fuck, I know I got the name wrong. Help me out. I, you're wrestling man. Help me. Oh, the Paul fuck. Heyman. Heyman. Okay, okay, Heyman. Okay, Re- replace the R with the H. <laughs> wrong consonant. Gotcha. But uh, yeah. The Paul Heyman of the MCU. Mm, where he's like, yeah. he's he's changing his Brock Lesnar. <laughs> right, he's like, right. okay, this one's not ready anymore. <laughs> Get ready for the Scarlet Witch. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe so. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I thought that that was, it's a really interesting thing because, first of all, uh, when he was asked the question, he could have just said, oh, well, you know, I've stated in the past that, yeah, I, I think that... Captain Marvel, blah, blah, blah. But he did But here's the thing, though. If you go back, because I did, mm-hmm. if you go back and listen or watch the video of when he first said that Captain Marvel is the most powerful, he said it definitively. Hmm. Not opinionated. It was like a fucking fact for the MCU. But now, less than a year later, to hear him say this is pretty telling to me. Yeah. So... I mean, and, and you could argue, well, maybe it's to get more hype on Wanda for WandaVision and for Doctor right, Strange right. too. Well, that could be the case. Those are on the horizon, but they're not right around the corner. Right. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm, I'm really curious to see exactly uh, what... I, I want to see more progress on Captain Marvel 2 and, and really the route they go with that. Uh, I think... Uh- yeah, no dumb question. Mm. I have to admit. So mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself, like, wait, are they making a Captain Marvel too? Well, no dumb question. Yeah, mm-hmm. things sell, things sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's. Uh, I think it's coming out in the same phase as Black Panther two, so it'll be around that one. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Black Panther two, dope. <laughs> I'm just teasing, guys. You, you yeah, know us. Yeah, yeah we we've it's... we've drilled into the ground long enough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But, you know, this really isn't so much to shit on Captain Marvel as much no, as it no, is no, no, to no. try to figure out why the sudden change of heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Strategically, it's interesting. I'd be interested in hearing what Kevin Feige says in the future, because who knows? In the future, he might say uh, Black Panther's the best, uh, mm-hmm. the strongest uh, MCU right. character. And it's like, oh, well, that's ironic, because Black <laughs> Panther 2 comes out in a few months. Yes. <laughs> who knows? Because right. I, I, you might be around the money. It kind of feels like Occam's Razor at this point, that that mm-hmm. is the simplest. So chances are it's probably the most true. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a, 
interesting factoid to bring out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, because like, I mean, especially because you're right. He said definitively, yes. Captain Marvel's the strongest." Oh, Kevin. Oh no, yeah, bruh. Yeah. And see now, <sighs> and, and, and and tighten on those tinfoil hats here now. See. Oh, oh let, so let me now, grab some more aluminum yep. foil here. Gotta <laughs> gotta twist it around the sides. Because here's, here's what things get interesting, guys. For those of you homies out there who are also comic readers, mm. uh, particularly Marvel comic readers, you may mm. have been been reading more on with the Avengers or with Captain Marvel here lately. And since, and I think that this was in plan before Kevin Feige took complete control of Marvel. Period. Yeah. Uh, but as of lately, Captain Marvel has received a serious power upgrade. Whereas beforehand in the comics, no, she she wasn't nearly on the power of a Thor, of right. a of a fucking raged out Hulk. She wasn't on 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 power to to tank a direct hit from Thanos. She no. she wasn't on par with no. any of that, and all of that was strictly made for the MCU. Uh, mm. But now here recently, she's gone through this uh, this bit of an alteration, a bit of a change, and uh, she has beaten Thor. Fucking, I mean, yeah, she she's gotten this serious power upgrade here recently and she's just working her way and beating the avengers and they they made it a clear point to start to start her off by defeating who is clearly one of the strongest heroes in the marvel universe thor hmm. so they're trying to really make a statement here and i, I don't for that yeah i, I mean I, and i mean listen like it's she why does she have to be the strongest yeah. Uh, why do you have to? I mean, if you're thinking that it's going to help her more become more popular, maybe just looking for cohesiveness. Maybe since it's been introduced in your movie universe, now you want that to be, you know, the kind of the the flag bearer for the entire right Marvel properties. I so I I I'm not going to be um, I'm about to make a, a slightly poetic statement mm. here. Okay. So I will not be like the other Kevin, the more popular and powerful Kevin Feige. Uh, I will not make such a definitive statement. However, I will boldly proclaim my opinion. Uh, as of recent years, there have not been a many, as many strong Marvel productions in the comic industry, in the mm. comic book industry, that is, that there have been in the DC industry. You know, I think... Even though people might argue DC movies aren't as strong in the MC as the MCU movies, mm-hmm. which I, I could argue in degree in a degree as far as popularity goes. No, you're probably right. MCU trumps most fucking everything. Yeah. <laughs> I digress though. Uh, DC Comics right now, I would argue, could run laps around Marvel Comics as far as quality, as far as writing uh, content goes, and everything there. I mean, the, the, and the reason I bring that up. Is because of the exact thing you said, you know, is the exact thing that worries me constantly about the Marvel Universe. We spoke about this almost two years ago in one of our earliest mm. episodes. Reg- Man, I'm calling back a yeah. lot of shit tonight. <laughs> I'm in flashback mode. No wonder I'm getting scarred, confused. <laughs> but um, one of the earliest things that we talked about was, are the movies good for the comics? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And in this case right now, no. Marvel mm-hmm. is not good for the comics. Because if you walk into a comic shop, sure, you'll see a lot of options. You'll see a lot of new colorful things coming from Dark Horse and DC and Marvel and all these other productions and whatnot. Valiant, all these mm-hmm. cool houses. But a lot of Marvel shit, you're going to see Guardians of the blah, blah, blah. You're going to see other Guardians, blah, blah, blah. Old Man, Peter Quill. And it's mm-hmm. like, we're really just rehashing the same marketing shit. You know, and right. this Captain Marvel, like building all your comics from the movies, uh, it's it's yeah, 
you're you're recycling the same coil that you just burnt in your train engine back into the train engine and that's not how it works yes uh, i mean yeah you're right uh you know, I think ultimately, caboose. that's yeah, what that's, that's called, a caboose. <laughs> uh, and not to go off too far on a tangent here, because but uh, I did. Uh, uh, <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, I would yeah. say, uh, with the exception, and I hate to say this, with yeah. the exception of Brian Michael Bendis's work in DC, DC mm. has been pretty damn well. Um, <laughs> Brian Michael Bendis has yeah. uh, his work in DC hasn't been up to par which is pretty ironic because brian michael mendes has done some cool things for marvel yeah, uh, man, he like his his work in dc kevin has has gotten to the point where people are starting to think was all of his good work just a fluke uh ooh. yeah yeah and, and that's bad because first of all i don't think that's true no uh, wait, 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 give me give me an example because i'm curious yes, what, what's so, recent in dc that causes such a controversial statement so it's, it's been a couple of things one okay. um hasn't really affected me as a comic reader that much the, sure. the other has Okay. Uh, and, okay. and and I can definitely sympathize with uh, with the former. So um, pretty much from the almost from the jump with DC Rebirth, he took control. He jumped ship from uh, from Marvel to DC, right, and uh, right. and they they gave him control of one of their one uh, one of the biggest comic series ever, Superman. Yeah, they gave him control of Superman. And I also think they gave him control of Action Comics. That's kind of like uh, yeah, they, I think they, so. That's like they'd be like the same thing as like uh, Tom King running Batman and Detective Comics. Right. It's like that's fucking huge because that's both flagship Batman books. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, Brian Michael Bendis has control of basically both flagship. I mean, Superman. Action was to Superman's origin as mm-hmm. Detective Comics was to Batman's origin. Yeah. You know, so that's those fucking heavy names. They're yeah. big old fat hitters. Yeah. <laughs> so, respectively, that's that's um, a lot of applause to Bendis, but you're saying that yeah. his recent stuff has been yeah, not not that not great. Uh, uh, and I could be wrong. Maybe maybe he uh, only has control of of one. But they regardless, they gave him a really major Superman book. Sure. And uh, he's he's and I've looked at his work here because I've I've wanted to see what all the fuss was about, and this it's not good. Um, I do not have it here. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, I was yeah. I was wondering because. Guys, as you know, Q has such an extensive <laughs> library of books, uh, comic books in definition. And I, I look often to see like what I'm going to read next. And I'm looking now to see we don't have any Michael Bendis, uh, Brian Michael Bendis in the yeah, New it, 52 Superman. Uh, yeah. I mean, all of stuff tends to be pretty new because, yeah, you know. Okay. But so what he's done is that um, one book that, that I've, uh, I haven't finished yet, but I've really been praising uh, sure. is, is Super Sons. And this Super Sons is technically a, a new Fifty Two property. Yeah, uh, and it's with uh, obviously uh, young Damian Wayne and young John Kent. Uh, of course, John Kent being uh, the son of Superman, not the pseudo father. Cool. Um, and it, that's a really fun book because you get to see these two young boys who are so different, but yet they learn pretty much how to be superheroes together. And it's, it's a really, it's yeah. a really good story. Uh, now, one thing that people don't like is uh, it, just to make it short, because there's a lot of fucking comic history to lead up to it. But uh, Superman essentially, Superman and Lois essentially let their their young, like eight year old son, go off with uh, a, a crazed version of Superman's real dad, uh, Jor El. They let him run off with a crazed version of him uh, to to go learn what it is to be a Kryptonian, to be a man, or some some crazy bullshit. Mm-hmm. They just let that happen. Uh, when he comes back, he's like seventeen years old. Uh, they they purposely aged John Kent when they were like, but wait, what does that do to the Super Sons? That kills the Super Sons. Hmm. Uh, 
uh, so that that's one thing, just one thing people don't like. They also don't like, uh, just in general, how he's written for Superman. They think, or it's been said that the way that Lois has been written recently has been like she, she's just in it for the story. I mean, it seems like she hoard out her son to Jor-El just so he can get a story. Uh, I don't want my son to go with this man, but think of the story, Clark. This would be great. Uh, it's been really weird. So he's kind of set Lois back a degree, it seems, by making her a more one-dimensional character who cares only about getting the scoop more so than the multifaceted character that's been built over the years. Mm. Uh, I, I, obviously, I would need to like kind of glance at that mm-hmm. and read a, a lot of those passages myself to, to really develop my opinion. Yeah. Off the cuff, that is that is rough around the edges, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to refrain from voting yet. Yes. Yeah. Not, not that this requires yeah, a yeah, vote. No, this yeah. is all, however, just an opinionated discussion, of course. Yeah. Which is really being led off of a really, like... Uh, forgive the sirens in the background. We're mm-hmm. getting caught. Um, <laughs> you know, th- this is... Um, yeah, just kind of really going off of a small statement we began with. Like, yeah. Um, Scarlet Witch being voted yeah, most popular. Right. Like somehow we ended up on Lois Lane here, and Brian yeah. fucking Michael Bendis. Well, this is this is what happens in the homies. This is what happens. Everyone, uh, you're no strangers to this. But just really quick, the other thing he did because and there's more things he's done with Superman, but just oh, suffice it to say, the uh, Superman fans are not happy with his run. They want yeah. him out. Uh, but the other thing he's done though is he uh, has been writing some uh, some Timothy Drake. Uh, doing a lot of work with uh, with Tim Drake and uh, okay. of course uh, Red Robin, right, right. Um, who is no longer Red Robin. He has put aside that identity. He is now simply Drake, like the Duck Drake, and his last name Drake. Duck is a bird, Drake. So he is now just Drake with this really drop brown outfit. That's now lame. it's kind of lame. Right, Batman is face palming right now. It's uh-huh. like, no, we said theocrality and deception. <laughs> Neither of this is this is yes. not working. Okay, this, this is not this not is good. not it. Yeah, you're failing. Um, yes, and I, I've been I've been worried about Tim Drake honestly since Rebirth when when I haven't seen him associate as much with uh, the Bat Family as the other members do. Mm. You know, so I'm like, okay, well, I'm sure that Tim's fine. Uh, yeah. Tim is one of my favorite, you know, DC characters. He's a great Robin. I mean, admittedly, yeah. if if I had to, if you had to ask me which Robin is the least interesting of them, mm-hmm. I know the least of Tim Drake. So mm-hmm. naturally, it'd be Tim Drake because one became Nightwing, which mm-hmm. is fucking dope, and then one became Red Hood, which is also fucking dope, and then one is Damian Wayne, who's like the estranged son of wait, what'd you say, Talia Al Ghul and Bruce Wayne? What? Yeah, and then. We got Tim Drake, who dated Oracle. <laughs> yep. Uh, in in a Batman game. Yes. In a, in, oh, that's true. Yeah, excuse yeah. me. Excuse me. In a Batman game. Yeah. But uh, and in his dreams. <laughs> but um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They did a spoiler in the comment. Anyways, uh, I mean, a lot of this shit though Ooh. was uh, was written by actually in, in the Grant Morrison run. That's where we get a lot of Tim Drake stuff. Okay. Uh, cool. Really. Cool. And okay. I mean, both yeah, before and and after that, but. Um, Interesting. Yeah, but unfortunately, Tim Drake's got the short end of the stick too by Brian Michael Bendis and fans are, you guessed it, not happy. Damn. So, yeah. But that's a bit of news too, actually. So that was kind of a twofer. It yeah, was kind of a twofer. Go. Yeah. We developed it. Yeah. With all that being said, I, I think that Scarlet Witch is a much better candidate for <laughs> for the most powerful character in the MCU. Agreed. Seeing that there's actual, actual merit for that in the comics. 
guys and of course uh because this has been my pattern tonight i mm-hmm. guess uh if you're curious as to why we believe that definitely scroll back in our history or in our catalog of episodes and find the one where we review the graphic novel house of m which is ironically <coughs> brag and michael bendis as well it is indeed yeah it's yeah he's done a lot of great fucking work in the past yeah, and, and that's man. a great book it's one yeah. of my favorites but but you uh, know if, if you look at it one of the last things he did for dc or, or i mean for marvel or towards the end of his tenure at marvel uh, civil war two civil war two which yeah. was not not a good one we're shaking our heads yeah we're shaking our heads guys we yeah. didn't like it not good <laughs> And also, okay. ironically enough, who was one of the lead characters in that? Captain Marvel. See, everything is wrapping together. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. Where's my tinfoil hat? I need it. We, now, don't, we, don't, we don't know what the conspiracy is, but there's one. There is one. Yeah. All right. Um, going back a few pages, we, we talked about this a little bit. Uh, ironically, this is still kind of on point with what we just discussed. So Disney Plus and Disney kind of released some cool news talking about how you know, I, one thing I was upset about is that I got a free year subscription and I wanted to see some of those Marvel properties come out and, and take the throne after the Mandalorian, but we weren't seeing many of them until 2021 or even mm. later. But, but, check this cool thing out. Apparently, WandaVision moved up in their mm. release date. So instead of a 2021 release, they're getting a 20. 20 release date which is super exciting to me because that means i actually get to see it booyah with my free subscription (laughs) oh yeah hell yeah hell yeah uh have they said when in 2020 yep no no idea i have no fucking clue i wish i I thought i thought you're gonna ask me when in 2020 just without have they with without that being in front of it and i i I was prepared to go like oh yeah yeah no (laughs) But anyways, uh, but no, that is interesting news, especially in lieu of what we just talked about. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to WandaVision. I mean, we're gonna get uh, Paul Bettany back as Vision. Hell yeah! And uh, the, the setup for that really does make me think. Once again, this is like our fourth time mentioning this. It makes me think of House of M. Uh, mm-hmm. If you've seen like like the logo picture they have for WandaVision right now, it's really like a. It looks almost like a uh, an, a super old school. Uh, sitcom-y uh, type feel where you have a, a human looking vision it's almost mm-hmm. like he was in Infinity War mm-hmm. uh, a human looking uh, vision sitting on a couch uh, and he's sitting next to, to one and they both look so extremely happy it looks like a like a sitcom and, and, the, and yeah. they're not going for a sitcom vibe for the show but they for that picture is going for that kind of vibe yeah and, Almost uh, like it's a feel good, like oh look yeah. at our great life, right? Yeah. Which, if you read the graphic novel, that's exactly <laughs> what the fuck it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and and so if if they are drawing any inspiration from House of M for for this, or even from uh, uh, the events that take place right after Avengers disassemble, like when they first come back in the new Avengers, yeah, uh, run, which is also written by fucking Bendis. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, but at the beginning of that, really, is where we also see a lot of her meltdown and. Uh, and they, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, so I do wonder if there's going to be a connection between WandaVision and Doctor Strange 2 in the Multiverse of Madness, because she's going to be in that, too. Like, is Doctor Strange going to take the role of Professor X and put that mental block on her? Like, is she going to go that crazy? That would be fascinating. Yeah. That would, that would. Yeah. Because we kind of already see an element to that here. I remember in the graphic novel, um, some great dialogue where Doctor Strange mm-hmm. was just like, look. I am, I am the sorcerer supreme. There is no fucking thing yeah. 
as chaos, as chaos. magic. What that is this bullshit? That, that's that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make any sense. He goes and visits Wanda. Okay, yeah, no, there's fucking chaos magic. Right. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that is, but chaos magic is actually yeah. a pretty dope name. We're gonna <laughs> run with it. <laughs> that's exact wording, by the way. Always. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, uh, I'm excited for that because obviously I, I want to see Disney Plus's energy and their motivation that they put into the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm by the way, which will be Patreoned very soon. Sign up before you miss it. Hey. Um, yeah, I want I want to see that same energy and devotion put into WandaVision and the rest of these uh, Marvel Disney Plus properties. Yeah. Yep. I mean, absolutely, man, because you know, like with WandaVision, man, one thing that a lot of people really haven't spoken about, us included, is what's going to be the premise of WandaVision? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because like, it, it looks like... Vision's dead. We know that, and she is heartbroken about it, and we know that too. Yeah. Uh, so but is, he's is in she the, going? He's in the name. Yeah. Is she going to recreate Vision, and is that going to be like the lead up for Wanda? This isn't real. You made him. Like this is just, like. I would love that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I would. I would. Oh, that that'd be yeah. great. That'd be some good shit. That would be some good shit. But can you make an entire? TV series around it like the and, only thing I can think is if, if you go like a Legion type route mm-hmm. where almost you think that okay no Vision's alive and then you get comfortable with that idea six episodes in okay I guess Vision's fucking alive mm-hmm. and then you know maybe the looming threat isn't a threat but it's Doctor Strange from the outside knocking in saying hey Wanda no this right. isn't real exactly yeah. that would be fascinating yeah. um, what I worry <clears throat> about is if Disney Plus is the right platform for that Cause that's that's a big point. Cause yeah. that that it's a dark story. Mm-hmm. Is Disney Plus going to kind of let loose a seatbelt enough so the kitty seat can get the fuck out of the way and we can actually get a more grown up, darker story like that? Cause yeah. that's what I want from my WandaVision. Not mm-hmm. this feel good, like want to come back from a commercial break and now you're watching <laughs> Disney Plus and the little magic wand right. draw out something, you know? Yeah. Uh. That's it's a callback. It said Wanda doesn't need a wand. She can do it. She does it with her own <laughs> right. like little glowing hands. Right. Yeah. Chaos uh chaos bolts. Yeah. yeah. But um Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hex bolts. That's what they call Hex yeah, bolts. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm I'm anticipating. We'll we'll see. We'll yeah. See. We'll obviously see. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. And obviously we're gonna review it. So of we'll course. let you guys know. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh let's see. Uh, next up here, Deadpool three is officially in development. We do have very different announcements, actually. This is really good. Is, yeah, is yeah, good. yeah. Tell me about that. <laughs> uh, so, unfortunately, we don't have a whole lot of news on that. It's just they finally started development on it. And, good. And so, you know, for... And I guess that's just to kind of put at ease uh, if there was any kind of concern with the Deadpool property. But not only is Deadpool going to be made, but, like, apparently it's a priority because it's already in development now. Good. Uh, so, good. That, that means right now it's getting the, the treatment for the script and, of course... So they're gonna. Yeah. Is Ryan Reynolds producing again? Do we know? Because I I feel like he can't not produce at this point. Yeah, I, I, I what I from what I understand, they're trying to make that as seamless a transition as possible. So okay, okay. So that's that's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now um, I I know he I think he did lose his director. Um. Oh. And I think that was in partly oh. due because Ryan Reynolds is is so hands on. I think it's because. Okay. Like he's so passionate, not that he's such an asshole about it, but that's what I like to believe. Um, yeah, let's. I, I don't envision him. I mean, we know he can be an asshole, yeah. but we know 
that if he was, it was going to be in defense of the character and of the quality of the movie. Right. Because he's always been gun ho a, a super nerd like us, but actually in the right position about it. Yeah. Um, so I think it was Tim Miller, but I don't think Tim Miller is returning for three. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, I, I'd have to look it up. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Because uh, I've only heard rumors. I haven't heard anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in like mind, oh, what, what's up? Yeah. Oh, no, I wasn't going to say, like, uh, I mean, while we don't know a lot about it, uh, a fanboy like myself can dream and hope. Right, uh, right. I, I hope that, you know, we can get a Spider Man cameo. Right. That'd be, that'd be super fucking fun. His favorite Avenger? Yes. Fuck yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, one could hope that. Fuck, I'll even take, uh, this is where we get Wolverine's first appearance uh, in the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Ryan would only take it if it was huge. If it was, that's yeah. true. <laughs> that, is, that is very true. It would have to be huge. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, but I mean, they have a lot of, lot of things they could do. I, w- I would dig an Omega Red. I think that Deadpool versus Omega Red. Man, how, how many times have we raved about Omega Red on this show? All the time. We, we want that shit so bad. Yes, we Omega Red, Mister Sinister, and Doctor Doom. We have just fanboyed all over these. Villains. We have. We have to have a celebration episode <laughs> if we get all three. Because <laughs> yeah. at that point, we got the Bermuda Triangle oh, of villains, yeah. and that's going to be the episode name: the Bermuda <laughs> Villains. <laughs> Coining it now. Click, it's I, done. I have, fun, I have to find a picture like those three in particular on like on a beach shore lounging out. <laughs> That's gonna be next to impossible. Omega Red with like a, <laughs> a, a, a the, the those, coconut beverage yeah. in his tentacle. <laughs> and when yeah, and his tendril thing wrapped up. Yep. That'd be fun. A Doom bot coming with like a little tuxedo uh, <laughs> and cummerbund. But anyways, yeah. uh in in like fashion, in another bit of news on the other side of the uh railway there, um the Batman movie. We actually if you go to Google now, you can actually look up images from the streets of Gotham in the movie, which yeah. is fascinating. And I did want to look this up to add to that because that's that's I can't really expound on that sentence too much. Like, cool, we have pictures. Good shit. <laughs> but I do want to expound on the cast and what we know about them so far and how excited I am for this movie because they seem to have such a strong build of cast members already. And that puts a lot of power for me. Um Obviously, we all know about Robert Pattinson becoming Batman. Mm-hmm. Th- this is happening, okay? Right, right, right. Uh, and we've heard some great things, and we've heard some iffy things on this, and I- I'm just ready to see it, finally, to see what happens. Um, we got uh, Andy Serkis uh, as Alfred. We got uh, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, which I'm very intrigued at that one. Mm-hmm. That- that's going to be interesting. Uh, Colin Farrell as Penguin. Uh, Paul Dano as Riddler, mm-hmm. and of course, uh, most recently, according to my knowledge, Jeffrey Wright as Jim Gordon, and yep. that one I cannot <laughs> fucking wait for. Yeah, that's gonna be a- Jeffrey Wright, guys, was awesome oh, in so many things. Yeah, uh, my favorite experience with him has been definitely uh, Westworld. Westworld. Yeah, get out of my brain. Get out of my brain. Get out. Stop saying things at the same time as me. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're great, brother. You're great. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. So that's that's already a knockdown cast. You put those guys in a room together, and I'm I'm feeling pretty confident. You know, Same here. Robert Pattinson was one of the names I felt iffy on, only because when I think that, obviously, I'm like most of the other population out there who thinks Twilight. Like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. But he's got other catalogs. He's got other shit. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. We already did, talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He recently did a movie with Willem Dafoe called uh, Lighthouse, and I've heard nothing but amazing things, and I really hmm. want to see it, but. It has such a small release. Now I'm gonna have to look elsewhere to see where I can find it. But bootleg, <laughs> we don't encourage that. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, that's one I gotta check out. Uh, just to kind of add to that news, Kevin. Um, hmm. 
there is actually another photo released just today Ooh. of uh, Robert Pattinson on on a motorcycle. This is for uh, for the set of the movie. Ooh. And uh, he he was in a lot of a lot of garb, a lot of drab. None of it looked like Batman gear, but he was he was covered pretty good. Okay. Um, and a lot of people uh, got. You uh, think it'd be Joe Chill since this is more of a detective route? Um, hmm? Joe Chill. No, it was Robert Pattinson. Right, right, right. No, no, no. I mean, what what was a uh, Batman's hobo name? Oh, no, um, it wasn't Ma- Joe Chill. Uh, excuse me, Ma- Mattis Malone. Yeah. yeah. Damn, how can I forget that? That was a great name. Yeah. Matches Malone. <laughs> Joe Chill was Mr. Douchebag. Parents. Yes. Yep, yeah, yep. that's right. Um, Which is also, yeah, Joe Chill. Yeah. yeah uh, you know? Yeah. Now, Anyways, Joe Now, the reason why a lot of people are, are really interested in this picture is because of, of Patterson on the motorcycle and all the garb is because it's reminding them of, uh, of a run in the New 52 written by Scott Snyder um, and in, in, in that run, uh, zero year. It's the zero year run, actually. Mm, it's a, okay. a two part miniseries in the New Fifty Two, and this is the one where uh, Riddler technically wins. Fucking Gotham is ruined, and it's kind of reset back. It, it feels a little bit like No Man's Land, just a little bit for those of you who read that classic. But uh, mm. yeah, it's it's over here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, all the books now. Are yeah, the, now we yeah. moved half the yeah. fucking books to a new bookshelf. <laughs> like the old bookshelf, we had one big one, guys. And it was starting to creak. Like, if we grabbed out a book, if we just started pulling out it, and it's like shaking half the bookshelf, it's like, okay, this is about to break. Yeah. Yeah. And half the shelves actually, like, the pegs look worn down. So, yeah, we gave the bookshelf a vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, in the Zero Year book, um, this is one where, where Gotham is like, it's without power, and it's been, it, it's been some time, and uh, it's, it's one of those cool stores where, where Batman kind of goes back to like grassroots. He gets the purple gloves again. Uh, he goes sleeveless mm-hmm. for a bit and we see him on a motorcycle. Uh, and and it's one of those kind of famous cool looking covers and one of those cool things that happens in the run. And so when a lot of people saw Pattinson on this, they were thinking, well, Riddler's in the movie. Uh, you know, and we uh, so they're, they're putting things together, trying to trying to figure out. So, hmm. are they going to go for like a zero year vibe a little bit? Um, are they uh, like what's what's going on? I mean, honestly, it's probably nothing to do with with zero year, but it's uh, it's still cool to to think about. Yeah, you know? definitely. I, I like that, dude. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, let's see. I got a good three more on my end here. Cool. Um, I I think we got one that we share. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, I'll go ahead and mention it and see if that's one that you got too. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix won Best Actor in a Motion Picture Drama at the Golden Globes Award. Woo. Now um, he also won, uh, or Todd Phillips and, and Joaquin and all of them won a uh, a homie for uh, Joker. <laughs> Uh, which is obviously way more prestigious. For those who don't know what a, a homie award is, definitely check out the uh, the superhero homies award twenty nineteen. Yeah, uh, came out last just... episode of twenty nineteen. Yes, yep, that it was. Yep. Uh, it was. I think Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn ended and started the year. So damn it. But... <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. It, it's one of the biggest episodes in December. Damn it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, our, our award ceremony. Yep. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, our award ceremony is one of the biggest things of December. It is. It yeah. is. Uh, <laughs> but, 
Christmas, then us. Yeah. Yeah. I said, I don't know. Well, I think we're neck and neck with Christmas. I mean, you don't have to spend oh, no, any... No, 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 no. Oh, neck and neck. Oh, oh, yeah, that's true. Okay. I was putting Christmas first, but mm. yeah. I guess I don't you don't know, have to spend man. money with yeah. us on that one. Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. All you got to do is, if you want to, go to patreon.com backslash superhero homies, and that way you guys can get off our core, uh, our core content, including The Mandalorian coming up, The Witcher, we're covering Bad Boys 3, The Gentleman, we just did The Grudge, <laughs> Star Wars, and there's a whole lot of more cool content at patreon.com backslash superhero homies. Take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Good spot. Good spot. Uh, we love you guys. Um, but yeah, man, that's, that's exciting. Um, he deserved it, you know. Yeah. Joaquin, uh, he deserved the homie and the Golden Globe. Um, yep, he won man. a homie for best story, by the way. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but no, uh, he won best actor in a motion picture drama at the Golden Globes award. Uh, that's really cool. And uh, yeah, you're right. He absolutely deserved it because he nailed it. Oh yeah. Um, did you hear his acceptance speech? I didn't listen to it. I I I, I saw a lot of clickbait talking about like. Mm. Lots of f bombs dropped in the speech, but blah, 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 blah. I think it was I like three, three. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I thought it was an exaggeration. Three is not that bad. Shoot, I say three in one sentence sometimes, but um, it may have been more. But yeah, um, I think it was around that number. But, okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was. A lot of people are making a big deal about his acceptance speech, and I think it's just because of the language. But like the actual content of of his speech was, you know, cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was nothing. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't anything bad like anger or rage. It was just like him saying, "Hey, what's up? I'm I'm so fucking happy I got this award." Stuff yeah, no. like that. I imagine. Yeah. Um. It would have been cool if, if you know he said, uh, you know, I, I've deserved this award for a really long time, and it's about time that somebody finally gave me my roses, gave me my flowers. I worked really hard on this, but you know what happens when you turn your back on the actor for years and years, and and, and don't give him his flowers. You get what you fucking deserve, and then just oh put out. Oh gosh! <laughs> no! 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 Oh gosh! So many people. Oof! That would have been, been funny. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So shout out and kudos to Joaquin Phoenix. You know what would have scared me is if he uh, he wore um, the suit. Mm. You know, if he wore the iconic. Arthur Fleck Joker suit, mm-hmm. the one from his movie, obviously to right. the, the the award ceremony, and we accepted his award with that. Uh, at that point, <clears throat> like every clap in the audience would slowly die down as more mm. and more people see what he's wearing. It's like, oh, uh, 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 uh. yeah. <laughs> oh man, I gotta pee. I'm gonna go to the restroom. Exactly. Real quick. Oh, yeah. yep. <laughs> Excuse me. I I I uh, gotta go wash my hair. <laughs> but yeah. I left my dog in the dryer. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Flashback. They really did leave yeah, the dog really in the dryer. Yeah. It's like a little pom pom. Just like <laughs> that sounded like a cat. <laughs> it did. Oh shit! All right, here we are. Mm-hmm. We're doing things. Uh, let's see. Uh, who are we on? Me or you? Uh, go for it, bud. Okay. Yeah. Um, Marvel Disney rumored to finally have the full rights to Hulk and Namor. This is Whoa, big. That is big. Yes. You know, I totally was hoping. And if you go back, I, I talked about this and raved for a good 5, 10, more like 20 minutes talking <laughs> about how Endgame potentially gave us some cool mm-hmm. Easter eggs of Namor. I still believe they were fun little write-ins talking about Namor, but I, yeah. I doubt it was a hard, this is the potential next right. biggie, you know? I think they um, maybe put in there it's like a, 
like if we do get the rice, then yes, this is elite. If we don't, it, it, then it be, it's nothing. Exactly, you know? yeah. exactly. It, it, I think objective one was to write a fun lead-in, and I think subpar objective two was we could potentially use this in the future mm-hmm. if things work our way. But going back to objective one, we just want a cool read-in, you know, a lead-in that writer or audience members can kind of spend some time pondering. You yeah, know? and that's exactly what we did. I was hoping it was more. And maybe subpar objective two is complete there. Maybe, hopefully, right, that'd be really dope. Yeah. But I think objective one was the one. Mm-hmm. I think that was the winner here, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's awesome news, nonetheless, that Hulk and Namor finally come officially yeah. to the flagship. Supposedly, Again. yeah. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. Knock on wood. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if this is true, then that, that means big news because that means that, guess what? They can finally do an actual Hulk movie. Yes. Um, And uh, I mean, a lot of people and and this is a little bit of material for a future podcast, but some people are are, are a little disenchanted with the MCU version of the Hulk. Uh, feeling with that Mark Ruffalo? I mean, not not with his acting, but with the Hulk in general. Oh, with what they've done with him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, whether it be the fact that he's lost to Iron Man, uh, he's lost to Thor without Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's 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 pretty much gone. He's lost to Thanos, obviously. I mean, he's he's pretty much gone down. And then the last time he went down, he technically really didn't come back. Uh, and now he's got a crippled arm. Uh, yeah, because now we got Professor Hulk, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and which I'm fine with Professor Hulk, but if you're gonna do Professor Hulk, then he still has to be formidable. Right. Uh, and which um, this one is friendly. Yeah. Which and, you doesn't know, for, sound the same. And for all the amazing things that Endgame did so well, uh, unfortunately, like you, you, I know you don't have the time or the space to give everybody something that big. But I, I personally thought that Hulk deserved to walk out there with Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America. Like I understand you want those three, but damn it, Hulk is part of that too. You should have had Hulk walk Hell out yeah. there with them Hell yeah. for that big Thanos fight. But like, actually, like do something. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like. Fuck yeah, I'm angry, Hulk. Yeah. I'm not Mark Ruffalo friendly giving you two tacos. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm ready yeah. to punch shit. I mean, he would have been another another cool ex machina device if they wanted to use him like that. I mean, true. I mean, when he's trapped under the rubble, you know, like, yes. just just let the Professor Hulk go. And, exactly. And, and that would have been such a cool scene, dude, where it's like, oh, yeah. Like, Mark Ruffalo is trying to lift this, and you can see, like, actual mm-hmm. anger appearing on his face. You know, I imagine. Um, almost like a an inner dialogue of sorts like being sounded out and that i guess would have hit a little weird because we'd never seen that before yeah. for the mcu but would have been awesome fuck yeah would have because all of a sudden the hulk just takes over yeah that remark ruffalo just lets it happen mm-hmm. almost as in like a camaraderie within his own dementia type thing here and it's like oh fuck yeah yes and then just like hulk is like ripping off professor bullshit and like i'm raging hulk bullshit now i'm ready to punch shit mm-hmm that's a lot of shit. Yeah, a lot of shit. A lot, yeah. a lot of shit. That would have been really fucking cool to see, though. Yeah. Uh, it just uh, it kind of breaks my heart when you think about it. Like, uh, the last time we actually saw like the traditional Hulk was when he got his ass beat by Thanos, and then that was pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, from there on out, it, we may have seen the big green giant, but it wasn't the same one, you know. Uh, but yeah, but regardless though, uh, if the rumors are true and if they do have the rights back, that's that's really fucking great. Mm-hmm. You know, to, for Hulk and Namor, I mean, there's so much good things they could do there. Uh, limitless potential, so we can hope. Hell yeah, you and me both, dude. Knock mm-hmm. on that wood again. Yep. 
Okay. Um, I, I got a little bit of sad news here, uh, and we'll go ahead and uh, I'll go ahead and say this and end on some other cool hopeful shit here. But uh, the sad bit first. Um, unfortunate. So DC actually canceled a potential uh, comic run that they were about to start, uh, Gotham by Gaslight. Mm. They uh, were about to start it, and yes, that is uh, the Victorian era Batman stories, kind of like what mm -hmm. we got the uh, animated yeah. movie off of. Essentially. The S World, yeah, it was um, the S World story. The S World, but yeah. and I, it sounds like they were planning on making a graphic novel run based on that, but they decided to X it and cancel it. <clears throat> hmm. Like we we won't be getting it, not at least anytime soon. Interesting. Um, yeah, which is interesting, uh, very much so. I, I didn't see as to why. All I know is that they just said, hey, so right now, as far as we're concerned, this has been canceled indefinitely. Damn. Which, which is unfortunate because I, I applaud that. It's cool. Non-canonical, so, you know, yeah. just just a fun read. Nothing right. heavy. But that would have been kind of dope. A Victorian-era Batman kicking Jack the Ripper's ass or something. Or meeting yeah. Dr. Uh, um, Miss Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Thank you. Yeah. Get out of my brain. <laughs> That'd be like a cool Two Face story. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say Dr. Hugo, and that that's not right. <laughs> Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Yes, yep. I said it right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Dr. I was about. I keep trying to say Dr. Hyde too, which mm -hmm. isn't true. Oh, anyways, you get the point. Yeah. But unfortunately, yeah, we won't be seeing that. Yeah. For now, I guess we just have to stick with the Gotham by Gas like graphic novel in the movie, and. <laughs> That's all we got, right, right? I mean, which I guess, um, which you know, it wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I enjoyed the, yeah, uh, the, the the movie, and, and it was different from the graphic novel a bit, but it was still good. Both were good. Yeah. Did did we watch and review that, or did we just watch? We that? just watched it. I thought so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. We haven't talked about it on the air. Okay. No, cool. no. Uh, but damn, yeah, that that is mm. unfortunate. Um. Venom 2, Sony responds to Spider-Man cameo rumors with a no comment. Aww. Yeah. Aww. Uh, Don't yes. play us like that. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing about, about this. So Sony, they have been asked a bunch about a Spider-Man cameo and they finally came out and they said no comment. So if, if, uh, if I ever, Kevin, wind up uh, in a high profile court case, okay, mm -hmm. and then... Uh, you know, you see me being tried for murder. How I I I killed all those goddamn people. Okay. Allegedly, of course. Okay. And and they say, okay, Q, uh, did you did you indeed set fire to that chain of of, of unfortunately uh, put together uh, orphanage slash hospital slash senior citizen center. Slash uh, youth center, slash church. Did you? This town is built very poorly. <laughs> yes. It's like who did played you... Sims and put this together? <laughs> did Did you set fire to that? Um, and my lawyer leans in my ear, and I go, uh, "I plead the fifth, Your Honor." Uh, that is an admission. Uh, that is an omission. Okay, so that means that I'm I'm not admitting to anything. But chances are, that means I fucking did it. If exactly. I can't like, say, if you need an omission, the yeah. chances are there's a fucking reason you do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, and so that's kind of what I'd look at or think about with this Spider-Man cameo here. Uh, of course, Venom Two comes out this October, like almost the same exact day as Venom One came out in 2018. Mm. Yeah. It's kind of kind of interesting, yeah. uh, but. 
you know, I mean, if obviously I would love a fucking Tom Holland Spider Man cameo. I, I think would, we all I would. I mean, yeah, that I that almost happened for the first one. So yeah. I mean, I, th- I think that there is a chance that that could happen for this one. Same here, dude. I think it would be the right thing to do to help serve the fans, especially mm-hmm. after last year's whole debacle with Disney Sony having such a rough <laughs> Spider Man relationship and drunk Tom Holland helping to bring it back from the <laughs> brink of despair. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I think that would be valuable. I think their fans would freaking gush over that. I think all of us would just be like, Oh, what? Look at this. Look at that. Look at that. What? Are they going to fight? Is it going to happen? Oh, yeah. You know, um, I think it would be worth it. Mm-hmm. I really do. Uh, if, if it's not too late, guys, please, please, please. Please just give it to me. Please. Yes, please. Please let me see it. Please, I'm, I'm, I'm asking kindly. Yes, Woody Harrelson is also cool, but please give me Tom mm-hmm. Holland's Spider Man at least for like two well, scenes. I, I mean, um, hell, I, I I would really love to see like a you know like a, a, a joint effort between Marvel and Disney with the Venom property. Mm-hmm. You know, that'd be really cool to see too because we can get we could get Venom at, at least for a majority of a movie as a villain. And that's all I need, you know what I mean? If you want to, exactly. if you want to end the movie with him as antihero, I'm that's fine. Yeah. But you know, at least let me get seventy five percent of a movie of Venom whooping Spider Man's ass, and then them coming together to stop Carnage. Yep. That that would be a more accurate representation of Venom, mm-hmm. which was one of our major problems yeah. of the first Venom. Thank you, Tom. You you were a f- well, other Tom. Wow, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's misleading. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. 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 Thank, thank you, Hardy, not Holland. Oh, my gosh. We can't even call him T.H. Nope, nope. Tom H. Fuck. You get... You, thank you, Tom Hardy. You, you are the enjoyable, likable Venom, which wouldn't... Shouldn't have been the case, but was. Mm-hmm. But wasn't, you know, a horrible movie nonetheless. It, we made a podcast about it. Go listen. But, uh, yeah. I, I would totally, totally love the idea where Venom is actually correctly represented from what he is in the comics be that an anti-hero but villain, a villain more often than not mm-hmm. you know that would be dope i agree with that and plus with him and tom holland in the movie together that could be a top-notch comic book killer yeah, yeah. so let's uh let's do something that we're we're so fond of doing let's do a little Ooh. bit of uh uh, uh, let's take the jobs away from the hollywood people and let's let's write this story for them how would you write in uh, Tom Holland, or how would you how would you write in that vendetta that both Venom and uh, and and Tom Hardy or Eddie Brock have against Peter Parker? Like, how would you write that in? Okay, so here's the way I would do it. Um, I wouldn't want to disturb the age differences. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to do anything like that. I would want at the end. I, I would still work with the idea of Tom Hardy's Venom, and I would still work with the uh, ending plotline that we got to um, Venom One, that version where Tom Hardy was kind of like on again, off again, like potential are they, aren't they type bullshit with his uh, with his woman, his mm-hmm. love interest. I think that in that regard, he would potentially be able to work at regaining his job back, and that he would be able to eventually attempt to find a position or something like that, but. I think it would be hella interesting if this was a movie where we kind of see, like, um, excuse me, a young Tom Holland beginning to intern at this place mm. at the same news type thing. Yeah. And we see him kind of like on again, off again, but like eventually he's getting a lot of spotlight. 
Because he's bringing in Spider-Man pictures. And you mm-hmm. know, that's that money-making shit. That's yeah. that stuff that makes JJJ, that boil blood, <laughs> that blood boil. And so eventually he kind of rises at the top. And he's like so esteemed and so liked. And because he's rising so quickly, there's no room for Tom Hardy's venom for Eddie to... Mm. I almost forgot his name. Wow. <laughs> for Eddie to actually kind of like regain his position and his popularity and what he had in Venom 1, which was the top-notch, you're the popular, you're the best reporter. No, this kid's the best. Who the right. fuck are you? You're the old guy who wears too many bracelets. <laughs> and I think with that, I think there would be something like that to help tie this in. And I think also... Uh, his girl finds a different guy and that they don't end up together. And I think that anger and the dementia that is because of the Venom still a symbiote fucking with his mind, I mm-hmm. think that would lead to the Tom versus Tom situation that is going to be our Spider-Man versus Venom that really helps fuck him up. I, I would love to reenact the church scene. I would yeah. throw that in there. That was a money-making scene. Oh, yeah. Um, that was like the best scene in Spider-Man 3. It really was. Yeah. I would love to try to rope in a potential black suit Spider-Man if only for an Easter egg, but I would definitely work my way to Man. get that fucking shit happening. Uh, uh, only um, if in this universe that we've created now that the Russos go on to do a Secret Wars movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I would, I would I would pay for that yeah <laughs> but I'm, I'm too broke to do it but i would um but yeah i would totally have that shit happening I, w- I would have that be the the beginning stem amongst other things outside of tom holland's control thus making it such an uh, um i i guess disleveled but dual-sided anger mm-hmm. towards spider-man where it's all directed at him both justly and unjustly i don't really love that shit dude yeah yeah i'm excited man i, I you know I, I think about this man it's like i don't know if like the, the cast out, out of the bag like i don't mm. know if if it can so i'll say this already and i don't want to sound like a pessimist but i don't think that they'll be able to do it to an extent that would really appease fans of the source material mm. like I, I i don't i don't think they can do it at this point um i mean maybe, maybe not sometime can, soon yeah, maybe uh, in it, time to come. Yeah, it had to be like years and years from now. They have mm. to reintroduce these characters. Oh, oh, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Um, but as of now, like I, I don't see how because I mean, with with Eddie already being Venom, that already constantly throws a monkey wrench into a lot of the mechanics needed for that hatred to be instilled in both the symbiote and Eddie. But yeah. I, I think like for. I mean, so what we have now, we know that Peter Parker is, he's Spider-Man and the rest of the fucking world knows it too. I mean, if you want to put, if you want to have somebody put like, put like a bounty on Spider-Man, like you need to bring him in and then, you know, and, and it, we can have it be like Eddie, he's broke, he's destitute, things aren't going his way. Uh, he so needs he the thinks, money. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay, okay. you know, yeah. we, we have the power to go after the Spider-Man. We can bring him down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, I don't know, man. Like maybe the symbiote gains like this kind of fascination with them. Like maybe the symbiote does continue to save people. Maybe they see Spider-Man. I can Eddie. I can emulate that. I can do that. Fucking mm. now he can swing. And uh, then we finally get the spider. We finally symbol, get the spider. Right. Symbol. That'd yeah. be kind of dope. That, yeah. that would be clever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like that a lot too, actually. Yeah. yeah. I, I would dig that. Um, Hmm. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So all the Hollywood executives that listen to the podcast, if you want to hire us. <laughs> You know, I, 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 I hope. Oh, I, I, I'm going to write a little bit more fan fiction, but for us, mm-hmm. our fan fiction, I hope that one day a Hollywood executive stumbles upon this show 
and that they begin listening and that they become an actual honest genuine fan and that they keep listening to all of these back ideas and shit and obviously it would be far too late to enact on many of them they, mm, they, i'm, I'm yeah, talking about yeah. like years from now they listen to our shit and realize like these guys had some ideas where are they at and that's the farthest fan fiction idea yeah. I've ever concocted. But kind of find out we're dead. We've killed each other. Oh, in a, what in the a fuck? Bloody, bloody two person civil war. Dude, we yeah. gotta go back to counseling. <laughs> <laughs> two person civil war? Yeah. That's just called a fight. <laughs> Don't you downplay our fight? I know, right? Like you, you're, 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 you're hitting me up with a knife, and somehow I got like a dramatic family heritage katana. <laughs> the fuck did that come from? I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's, um, that's it. I, I got one more. How about okay. you? Yeah, I think I also have uh, just one more. Mine's short. I'll mention okay. it real quick. So, uh, and this is a rumor, but it's hopeful, and mm-hmm. I kind of like it, and I like the actor. So, a part of me kind of hopes it's true. Well, this is the same one. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. There's a rumor that Christian yeah. Bale. Yep. There mm-hmm. it is. Okay. Same one. Great ending. Yeah. Get the. <laughs> What's it like in my brain, brother? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little cramped. It's a little cramped. Oh, but yet empty, motherfucker. <laughs> There's a rumor that Christian Bale actually is going to be in Thor: God of Love and Thunder. Um, we don't know what he's going to play yet. There, there's no been. There's not been a hard statement as to what's going to happen with that. But we we, I mean. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Mm-hmm. And so there's a potential that Christian Bell is actually going to be in the movie, which excites the hell out of me. Because yes. one, Christian Bell getting back into a superhero role. But two, in Marvel's universe. So, mm-hmm. super cool. Yeah, uh, it makes me wonder if like he's just trying something different. Like, I want to stretch out my comedic muscles. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that that could be it. But also, yeah, like, who could he be playing? And Like, there's been a lot of people who's been throwing names in the ring, like... I think a lot of people are just like me and are just hopeful uh, that one, this comes true. But I mean, I, I've Better seen things like, yeah, Federer Bill. I've, I've seen that one, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. seen uh, Hercules. Mm. Uh, I've, I've seen, hell, even, even Ares. Um, Ooh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. It's like, uh, I mean, like those two in particular are just really, really big and bulky guys. Well, I was actually <clears throat> just about to joke about that. Mm. Christian Bale is one of the few people in Hollywood who has this strange esque <laughs> power to manipulate his size, unlike any others. Because we've seen him for one movie get buff and in great shape, and we've seen him for another movie get super skinny and pale and like puny looking and for another movie get back in big ass shape mm-hmm. and so it's like what control do you have over your body that we do not have as mortals yeah. unhealthy discipline like it was for one of his films he was only eating like, for the uh, i think it was for the machinist he was only eating like uh, an apple a day and like that was it oh dude. yeah yeah like that was that's the movie where he got scary skinny like that shit was terrifying yeah I mean, I'm excited for that dedication to come to, you know, the MCU. Yeah. But, but hopefully, whatever role it is, he won't need that. And right. I mean, like, yeah, I, don't, I don't know what you're going to do. Like, I don't know what uh, Taika Waititi would uh, potentially have him do. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, it's, it's still a revolving story. But uh, I guess we'll see as time goes on who he'll be. But uh, yeah, that's, that's all I got for that one. Yeah, same here, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm hopeful because, again, yeah. great actor. Mm-hmm. That would kind of spice the movie up for me, you yes. know? Um, and I'm curious what t- what uh, Watiti is going to do with this. Yes. I mean... 
so yeah, yeah. I will say this, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, but sure. Um, I hope that Betty Ray Bill is not in this movie. And uh, actually, I far yeah. far agree with you. Okay. At first, I was sitting there thinking like, well, that sounds like a no. It's not. It didn't take me long for me to remember. Watiti's interpretation of Thor and Hulk and, and uh, Valkyrie even mm-hmm. in the first movie with him they're fun movies and and I believe wholeheartedly that this is going to be another fun movie but I'm prepared this time is the big difference yes. here to go into this not expecting a Marvel movie but a fun movie yeah spending a fun romp comedy exactly uh, yeah and and that's but- and Jane, I think, is going to be back in this, which is yeah, interesting. Yeah, she's yeah. going to be yeah, uh, I mean, Lady, Lady Thor. Thor. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, she's going to be Lady Thor in this one. And um, that's really the reason why I don't want Betty Ray Bill, because yeah. he would just play this weird fourth wheel that would be unnecessary in, in, in this. Because Valkyrie's going to be in there, too. Fourth. Yeah. Uh, so he just played like this this weird kind of, he, he wouldn't matter. He wouldn't be important, and, and no offense to take it. I think that he's a great director. Yeah, I, I don't like his take on Thor. You guys know that already. Yeah, well, uh, you but, guys obviously know that was our third episode ever. Yeah, yeah, uh, but, but it's a fun movie. <laughs> but you know, with that being said, uh, yeah, I don't think he do Betty Ray Bill any favors. And the Betty Ray Bill movie I want, like the Thor four that I really want, would be just Thor and Betty Ray Bill. Uh, it'd be like right. those two going fucking at it because of miscommunications. Similar to you know how it was in the comics, yeah. uh, then you see we see Thor. You can show this part in the trailer. You see Thor looking up and Betty Ray Bill is lifting Mjolnir, and Thor's like, "Oh fuck me!" Or or Stormbreaker, since technically that's the hammer that Betty Ray Bill gets is yeah. is a Stormbreaker. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh man, it's all falling in line. <clears throat> Oof. Oof. Uh, if not but, Betty Ray Bill, real quick, last question: mm-hmm. Who? Who would Christian Bell be if not Betty Ray Bill? What's the other options? Oh no, Q. Okay, okay. I didn't ask. I didn't ask. We we didn't talk about it, homies. Scratch it from memory. I don't want to take it to touch Betty Ray Bill. Oh, dude, I was just trying to spare <laughs> you, man. Oh fuck. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see. We will see. We'll see them now um, making jokes about the horse face man. Of course, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's let's once again ignore all the pain that Betty Ray Bill and his people have gone through. We did it with Sakaar. We can do it again. Let's mm-hmm. move on. <laughs> I, I will. I will move on to this real yes. quick. I was hoping that we wouldn't get another Chris Hemsworth Tessa Thompson movie. Mm. Um, but I, I Watiti is a talented director. He's done some other projects uh, in the past year that were that were you know really cool and mm-hmm. definitely deserved the attention that they got. And that's that's awesome. Um, not exactly properties that we would talk about on this show, but nonetheless, cool shit. Thumbs up, my man. Yeah. Um. And again, just to reiterate this, Ragnarok I was not prepared for because mm-hmm. I wanted an MCU movie and I, instead I got a fun uh, comedy of sorts, you know. And this time I'm prepared for that. So my grading scale is going to be prepped for that too. But it's instantly going to get, like, I already feel like at this point is going to get like a few marks of, okay, I'm not anticipating this to be a Thor or a mm-hmm. proper... Uh, Lady Thor or Better A Bill potentially, hopefully not, but potentially, and uh, Valkyrie movie. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, so uh, I want to say one more, one more potential negative than a positive about this. Ooh, uh, fun so, spin. Yeah, the the potential negative I see is uh, I think that Taker would probably fucking adore Fat Thor, 
and I think that he would keep that around. Oh, fuck. And, uh, and fun-loving fat Thor, who, who he's, he could potentially end up being about as useful as Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp movie. Uh, <laughs> Where's the positive? Uh, I, uh, and on top of that, I think that also, if that movie is nearly as successful as Ragnarok, that shit could unfortunately bleed over to the comics. And... Where's the positive? <laughs> you said two things of negative and a positive. You said three negatives. You said I'm gonna hit you once and put a combo on me. <laughs> so the the positive. The positive is this, uh, and I won't speak too much about this because we're going to speak about this in just a couple of days, but take a direct episode of The Mandalorian, and I would have never guessed he did until I saw the credits roll. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So hopeful. Uh, I can yeah. take hopeful. Yeah. And it was like, oh, so this man does know how to do something that isn't a, just a, a laugh fest. Mm. Like, he, he is capable. He, he does understand, at least to some extent, like what these characters are and, and, and what they need to be and what and what uh, a structured plot is to match these characters like he cool. he does he does get that uh, I could tell by I mean because I mean it, I guess yeah it was it was the last episode so like that's a big episode of any season of television yeah okay and so to give that to, to him I think was pretty damn telling and not only that but it worked okay like, it was a it was a great great episode and it was done by him and it wasn't it was it was a, the same serious stern tone that the rest of the series has portrayed itself as so hmm. you know with that i mean we i know now that he can do something that isn't just ha 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 yeah, look at this but isn't just sacrificing the characters for a laugh he yeah. knows that he, he can do something more Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, and uh, hopefully he leans a little bit more into that because I like that. Give yeah. me more of that version of Taker for Thor four, and and I think that I'll I'll be more on board. But, uh, yep. <laughs> you got the grimace face going on there. Oh, yep. Sorry. Yep. Just. Uh, I'm trying to be positive here, Kevin. Me too. No, you're not. Damn it. The difference is this one has Chris Hemsworth who adores the silly shit. Yeah. Yeah. But this is all podcast material for a later episode. Mm-hmm. So, hopes, hopes. You said he did a great Mandalorian episode. I haven't watched all of it yet, so I'm still preparing my notes for mm-hmm. our episode for the Patreon again. Um, but fuck yeah, dude. I'm mm-hmm. going to be ready for it. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to watch the episode. I'm going to prepare my thoughts on his direction style for that. So, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess like you you have like the advantage ahead of time of knowing that, okay, so this one is done by him. Let me see if I can find any signs of... Of, of his marks yeah. of his bullshit you know <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah guys with uh, with that being said though, before we close once again uh, if uh, you guys have been even the slightest bit interested in our Patreon page then just give it a look at patreon.com bachelor superhero homies where mm-hmm. all of our cool shit is there's so much content there and so much more that we're doing here we just did the grudge the latest horror movie of the year Hell yeah. Uh, we just reviewed that one. That and all of our new movie reviews are all of our, on our $1 account. Our $3 account gives you access to all of our new movies, 
all of our video game reviews, all of our television talk, all of our other nerd conversation pieces. It gives you everything uh, mm-hmm. for the low, low price of $3. And that's at patreon.com backslash superhero homies. Hell yeah, it is. And guys, I mean, as we joked about before, very early on in this episode, there's a lot of stuff that we are nerds about. It does not start and stop in the superhero genre. We have a lot of shit that we're into. Feel free to explore what that is. Um, but yeah, man, I I'm good on my end. I'm yeah. I'm fit. Cool, Damn. cool. Hope you guys enjoyed this uh, this episode of Comic News. Uh, <laughs> Every time I I make up a new tune, <laughs> it's not a good tune. But if you guys do have any other kind of questions, comments, scripts, food supplies about the podcast, then please hit us up at superherohomies at gmail.com or any of our social media outlets. Hell yeah. Uh, that's all I got for now, my friend. Uh, yeah no same here guys it's always awesome talking to you hopefully your year is starting off great we'll talk to you next time so until next time my name is superhero homie q and as always i am superhero homie kevin